All right, everybody. This is Samir Azizi for Azizi Podcast. Uh, today, I have a special guest, Miko Mabanak. I met uh, Miko, uh, I think, a year ago for the first time, if not earlier. Uh, but I will talk about it. So how's it going, Miko? How are you? I'm, I'm very good. But first of all, we met. We actually met through emails. Uh-huh. And we met officially about last year. That's yeah. It. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I'm doing really good. I'm just really busy right now, which is I'm very thankful for. I'd rather be busy than be a bum. <laughs> no. Yeah, we we are. Uh, let, let me just start with the fact that we met at the Churchill uh, Boxing Gym uh, in person about uh, a year ago. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember uh, Ali Ahmedov was there, uh, Triple G was there, and uh, you were the nicest person at the gym. You were very welcoming. You were. Uh, I don't know. You very like you made um, everyone feel very comfortable, and you also gave me some swag. I remember that. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Well, yeah, like um, that place is a uh, very. It's close to my heart. Um, it actually was the place that kicked off my career in boxing. Career. Yeah, how did that happen? Um. So the funny, 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 funny story. So when I was looking for a job right after I um got my uh, my my postgraduate in UCLA. Um, I was looking for a job and I found um, a gym called Wildcard Boxing and they needed a marketing person to help them market the place and rebrand the place. So I was thinking, is this Wildcard Hollywood? And then when I looked up the description, um, it wasn't Wildcard Hollywood. So on the day of my interview, I canceled my interview, like uh-huh. literally an hour before my interview, I canceled it. And then Sam Kapkovsky, my boss, um messaged me and he was like come come um i think this is gonna be a good fit for you so uh-huh. i came um i was like about 10 minutes late do you know sam at that point or he just like was a random guy who just texted you like oh, hey you gotta come I know who sam was i was honestly just looking for a job that is in sports marketing <clears throat> mm-hmm. and i saw the i saw the listing went to the interview and next thing you know um i started marketing Churchill and then Churchill Boxing's fighters, Churchill Management's fighters. Uh-huh. And, and then um, I, I went to Ring City USA and now I'm yeah. in boxing and um, social clubs. Yeah. Uh, what was the first one you said? Uh, with social clubs and uh, with... Oh, Next Gen Boxing. Next Gen Boxing. Yeah. I actually wanted to ask more questions about that as well. Um, but anyways, so yeah, and now you have this new position, right? How did that come about? Like you're with Social Gloves and Next Gen Boxing. Is that like part of the same thing or it's uh, two different entities? These are two different entities. So we have um, Next Gen Boxing. What we do is um, we create a platform. It's, a, it's more of like a club fight kind of um, promotions. Well, we're not a promotions. We're a media company. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we put up fights for um, up and coming fighters and uh, we try to mix them like what we're doing with social gloves so that they can get the audience of these influencers so that these audiences of the influencers uh-huh. know more about boxing by watching the, uh, the pro fighters fight. Okay. So the social gloves somehow is also like connected. There's some sort of a synergy. So mm-hmm. uh, like right away there is an interrelation. And so what is the social gloves? What was that? Sorry. What is social gloves? Can you talk more about uh, that? Well, Social Gloves is owned by um, Austin McBroom. They started um, their first card when Austin McBroom fought Bryce Hall. Mm-hmm. And then after that, um, they planned this second event. And as you can see on the card, it's more of like um, 
more influencer uh influence uh, more influencers that are just getting into boxing except um Landon um Adam Sale um Austin McBroom and Anderson Gibb so yeah they're basically uh celebrities slash influencer promotions yeah and yeah that's what decided to slug it out in the ring I, I, I read that um it's uh it's like tiktokers versus youtubers you know it's like we yeah that's how they started in the beginning <laughs> so it's it changed a little bit huh yeah that was that was it in the beginning um that was their first event and then this one the next one is more of like the headline is austin mcbroom versus addison gibb because there's so much like beef between the mm -hmm. two of them like don't yeah. get me wrong there's a lot of respect but uh -huh. they just gotta get in the ring and fight each other but the best part about this event that's coming up, it's at least on my end, and of course, I think, in my opinion, in the boxing side end, is that we have the undercard, which is next-gen boxing. And yeah. like, what I, um, like what I had mentioned, Social Gloves also tries to share the spotlight on them so that they can get the, their audiences. And, and we're talking about professional boxers, right? Not necessarily celebrities, but like actual professional fighters who are just like the prospects and up-and-comers. Yeah. And um, you, you guys should look out, uh, look out for Matthias um, Radcliffe. He's actually a really good fighter. Mm -hmm. uh, his next card. Um, yeah, you guys should watch. Tune in. Yeah, so when is the event, actually? The event is on Friday. Um, on Saturday, my bad. It's on uh -huh. Saturday, September 10th. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be at the Bank of California Stadium. Mm -hmm. uh, you can buy your tickets at Ticketmaster, or you can just go to Bank of California mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Bank of California, stadium.com, or you can go to socialgloves.tv or nextgen.tv, nextgenboxing.tv to buy your tickets. Mm -hmm. It's going to be this Saturday, and I think it's going to be a great night. And if I want to watch it uh, on TV, do I just go to one of those sites that you mentioned? Yes, or you can go to Fight TV. Uh -huh. So you have three, three ways of watching it online. You got nextgenboxing.tv, nice. next Fight TV, and socialgloves.tv. Right, and and so, um, as you mentioned, we just started talking and you said that you're extremely busy, obviously, you're managing several things at once, right? So there's this promotion uh, situation with Social Gloves, and at the same time, you're helping uh, next-gen boxing, uh, the boxers to uh, to fight on the undercard. How do you, and you do marketing, right? You're, you're just making sure the publicity is there, right? Can you elaborate on like what exactly is, like what takes your time so much? Um, basically what's, what's hard, well, it's not hard, but then what you have to make sure in marketing is that you don't try to sell so much. What you want to make sure is you create a narrative, a narrative that makes sense and resonates with your niche market. And also something that can, um, expand to the market that you're not touching. And that mm -hmm. is very, very vital in marketing. Cause like what I said, you're not trying to sell something you're trying to you're, you want your audience to open a book and read that book. And you want that book, whenever you're asked to write a paragraph in school, you don't want to have misleading sentences or run-on sentences. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, your narrative, when you're creating marketing campaigns, has to be concise, has to make sense. And finally, it has to resonate. It has to have emotional attachment so that you can, you can actually have grab these people and have them talk about you mm -hmm. and uh, yeah that is very vital in marketing and i think there's so many there's a lot of people who who forget about that 
Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, what business people think is numbers, the face value. So we want X amount of followers, mm-hmm. um, X amount of ticket sales, you know, and that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But before getting to that goal, I think laying down all your, 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 uh, laying down your narrative properly is the most mm-hmm. important thing. And so that's, yeah, go, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to kind of like uh, dive in into the narrative situation. So obviously it's a celebrity boxing, you know, on the, on the, on the main card and it's uh, in some influencers. Um, a lot of mainstream media uh, was kind of focused on, you know, for the past several years on Jake Paul and Logan Paul and their uh, sort of uh, run through the boxing world. And it's, uh, it's been relatively controversial within the boxing insiders uh, community. I mean, obviously you understand that and you, you heard about it. A lot of people, there's a discourse, right? Whether influencer boxing is good for boxer, for boxing in general, or is it bad for boxing? I have my own opinion about that, but I was wondering like, what's your opinion on that? Obviously you are now involved with one of the, uh, with some of those shows uh, for other influencers, but like, how do you guys deal with actually maintaining that balance where you, uh, where you, uh, kind of give the respect to the sport. Well, yeah. Um, like, uh, I just want to give my opinion first about it. Um, I just want to say that um, there's always a pro and a con in every single thing that you are getting into. That is part of the the environment of what we live in. So just adding to your point, there is there are people who don't like the influencer boxing and there are people who like it. So how are, how are we supposed to go about this? Um, just for everyone's knowledge, for everyone's information, um, celebrity boxing has been in boxing for the longest time. And we can trace it back to Muhammad Ali. Um, he has fought a lot of celebrities, Mike Tyson as well. And fast forward to today, how are we supposed to put two things together that are sort of like, you know, like uh, two opposite poles. Um, like what I said, there's always a pro and a con. The mm-hmm. con is if it's done badly, the spotlight is will always be with influencers because they have the masses' eyes. Mm-hmm. But if it's done great, which we are trying to do with Next Gen and Social Gloves, mm-hmm. you give the spotlight as well. You share that spotlight with these up-and-comings. Because what is the main problem of boxing today? If you are not a marketable fighter, you cannot fight. Mm-hmm. Or you will fight, but then you're, you're going to end up fighting in Mexico. Like right, you're not going to get the high-profile fights. Exactly. Yeah. So share that, that spotlight to these up-and-coming so that they can build that audience. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they can sell tickets, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's, that's the main thing. And... Uh, I, yeah, in my opinion, that's how we should be supposed to be doing it. And if there's any input that I can make, like for instance, on the zone, instead of like selling so much pay-per-views, uh, pay-per-views for the influencer boxing, why not sell subscriptions? Mm-hmm. You can get these people subscribe to your channel to 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 the to, to the zone. Yeah, have. And make uh, and have a section for celebrity boxing because, like what I just said too, mm-hmm. celebrity and um, celebrity influencer boxing, whatever you call it, has been in in boxing since a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. So they have like in in what do you call this in the zone? They have like the 
they have the historic fights. Right. Celebrity boxing, historic fights. You have Muhammad Ali versus ex-celebrity, Mike Tyson versus ex-celebrity. And then they can go on and on until they see their, their favorite influencer, Austin McBroom. And why do you want subscriptions? Because they can watch that for what they mm-hmm. have paid for. And also, it's conditioning. When they start watching that, what's on top? The latest fight today, the fight next week, the main event in three months, you know, Triple G versus Canelo. They mm-hmm. will be educated and they will, they will start to understand what boxing is all about. Right. So do you think they're going to transition into like the actual professional sport through uh, in that entertainment aspect for it through like that influencer hype? Right. So the viewer will yeah. start like thinking, like, oh, I actually want to see how it's really done, how the actual professionals are doing it. And that's what we're trying to do with this next show. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. You put a category, which is social gloves. Mm-hmm. And, and there's another category, which are the profiters. So mm-hmm. everyone who's going to be watching are going to be watching every single thing. Why do you think there's such a renaissance right now with uh, influencers, with the celebrities trying to slug it out in the ring? What, what's, where did that come from, like, recently? I mean, it started with, uh, I guess, the Paul brothers, but all of a sudden it's, it's became, got this popularity. What, what drives, what's, what are the drivers behind it? Um, Who is watching it? Who is the target audience for that? Well, the target audience is, the, is your Gen X mm-hmm. and, the, and most of the followings of these influencers. If you come ha- sorry, did, did you mean the, the G- G- Gen Z, like the, the young ones? I mean, Gen Z, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Because Gen, Gen Xers are like older, older than me. I'm like... <laughs> 10 million followers and I'm brought into a fight. Yeah. So, sorry, um, you were chopped. Say, for instance, I have 10 million followers and then I, uh, and then I ask the zone, hey, can I fight? I've been fighting. I've been training my entire life. Can you put, the, put up a show for me? Of course uh-huh. they will say because I have 10 million followers. Name a boxer who has at least, like, name 10 boxers that have 5 million followers right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I cannot say that out loud. Like, exactly. I don't know Plus, I know that a lot of those followers are fake too. So, <laughs> yeah, most of them. But this is what I'm talking about, and this is what um, all um, most promoters want. They want their audiences mm-hmm. to watch, and therefore they sell tickets. Mm-hmm. And that's what boxers need, correct? Mm-hmm. They have to sell tickets. Do you feel like? Well, let's talk about this card. Can you? Because I'll be honest with you, I, I I specifically wanted to make sure that I'm like not informed about the fighters, so that I'm with my audience. And I wanted to ask you, like, if I'm this viewer who is a millennial, but wants to kind of get in the card and see, because you know, because of the undercard, because of some fighters that I know, but also I don't want to like turn off my TV uh, once the undercard is done, right? What attracts? What should be like? What's so attractive about the actual main card? Could you talk to me about the fighters that are fighting on the main card? Well, they have been, they have had so much beef for the past few months, probably. And as we all know, Anison Gibb is best friends with KSI. And Austin McBroom has been called out by KSI multiple times. So let's start from the, from um, the beginning. Allison Gibb, is he, he is a YouTuber, right? He is a YouTuber. He started YouTubing um, when he was young. And um, I think he got big because of FIFA. That's uh-huh. He, um, uh-huh. uh, and we have Austin McBroom, who is also a YouTuber, but Austin McBroom does not do the streaming gaming. He does the family blog style kind of, um, kind uh-huh. of uh, YouTube, yeah. um, they call this content. And, and both raised to prominence, became super popular, gained millions of followers. 
and all of a sudden there's beef between them two. Yes. Over what? Uh, well, it started with the first social gloves fight. Mm. Uh, I think the calling out started there, and then KSI started calling out um, Austin McBroom. Mm-hmm. And since KSI and uh, Anderson Gibb are both friends, I guess that part has like a solid, a solid like what do you call this? Like a foundation for this beef. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, and then from there, like the beef just kept on going. KSI mm-hmm. kept on calling out Austin McBroom, but apparently, I think Austin McBroom wants to fight Anderson Gibb first, and mm-hmm. whoever wins that fights KSI, and Austin McBroom believes that he will win against mm-hmm. Anderson Gibb. Um, and Anderson Gibb believes that he will win against Austin McBroom. But the thing is, I'm not sure if KSI will fight Anderson uh-huh. after since they're best friends. So yeah. regardless yeah. what happens here, I think there's still going to be um, a fight after. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's all about just like internet beef. Because right. both people live in different countries, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's honestly like um, internet beef and then the social um, the social boxing influencer boxing started coming up and then you know that's how it started yeah and uh you know you've been around boxing for some time you've been you you saw the best of the best training sparring and fighting each other what do you think about influencer preparation i know for example if we'll take jake paul i've heard from a lot of actual insiders that they like surprise to my surprise from the very beginning uh, they said that Jake Paul takes his training seriously and more serious than his brother Logan Paul. That's what I've heard, um, and that he's real for real. I've heard that he's getting better and better. Yeah, and so like in the in the gyms, he's. Uh, I mean, the boxers understand that he is not a pro, like and all that. They can see it, but at the same time, he's. They see that he is for real. He has heart, and he tries to like he tries his best, and he's very disciplined. In terms of like uh, this. Uh, this batch of influencers, so to say, this league of influencers. How are they training? How are they taking taking their trainings? Are you attending any gyms and uh, seeing how they how they do? Like, what can you tell us about it? You know, I actually don't know. I, Interesting. To be honest, I don't know. We are not allowed usually, unless we have like VIP permission to be there. Interesting. Yes, and usually what? I get to only, I only get to go to the gyms. When they're mm-hmm. there, um, that's when I have to shoot them, interview them, create content, and that's that's about it. Uh, but if you had to speculate, like, what do you what do you think? Like, do you think they're taking it seriously, or it's all about the money and the hype, and whatever happens, happens? Well, sorry. Um, um, yeah. what did you say again? You kind of like cut off. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Do you, but in your opinion, do you think they're taking training seriously? Do you think they're disciplined? Do you think they actually like work out to their best or are they just kind of slacking so that because the fight is already done and they just want to get their check? I can't really speak for that because I really don't know what happens behind the scenes. What mm. I can only base my opinion off is their interviews. And so far from this event, I've seen like they've been training hard, mm-hmm. but um, I think you should listen to Gibbs' interview against uh, with Ellie, and he would say stuff about like influencers and how they take it seriously. I just don't want to come. I just don't want it to come from my mouth. Sure, but um, he has like an insider scoop of how how these influencers treat boxing, and yeah, I think you should listen to that interview and you'd find out. But from yeah, from my experience and from being from like being with them during this these past few weeks, I think they take it seriously. 
when the fight is coming up. 100% they do. Right uh, on. Yeah, but you know, just just to, to just just to respect the real boxers, the only thing that I am like I'm just so iffy about is these influencer boxers get to be pro after becoming an influencer as opposed to like a boxer becoming pro after being an amateur. Mm-hmm. And those are two different things that are one is immeasurable and the other one is like more quote-unquote measurable because you only need like x amount of followers train as hard have connections and be in a in a ring in the ring mm-hmm. but like real boxers they have to really right. go through the amateurs hope to make it to the olympics and if not they go pro it's like influencers need to realize their privilege that it's it's oh. uh, they're becoming pros on paper but they didn't go through all the like trial with like sweat and tears definitely that's why like what i said like the merge of two has to be done properly Mm -hmm. what's the most what's the most difficult part about it what's the most difficult about being a marketeer for such event like what what are you what are you what are you struck what are you struggling with on the daily basis what i struggle with is paying respect to the sport you know um the content that we release on Social Gloves platform is boxing-centric. And if you check out other, not calling them out, but then mostly um, the influencer promotions, like mostly like it's all hype videos or like videos that are funny that's related to boxing. But the way we do it is like what I said, having a narrative that is always respecting the sport. And as an athlete myself, I think that is very vital because you're stepping into my zone. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to my zone, my house, at least have respect. Have respect because this is my house. You know. How do you show that though, like to an to just like a viewer who is not maybe initiated in the sport, um, but also like that needs to realize like, hey, this is not a game. You quote unquote this uh, famous phrase: you cannot play boxing. How do you how do you show that? How do you explain that to the viewer from the marketing point of view? Well, um, consistency on your messaging explains everything. Um, you can't have content that talks about boxing and then suddenly content that talks about silly stuff about boxing. Mm-hmm. And that's and part of marketing is conditioning the psyche of a person, and that's how you try to teach them and make them engage with your content and make them realize that this is my message. And like what I'm like, what I always reiterate, this is very important in marketing. You're not just selling, you're Mm -hmm. actually sending out a message. And so this event will happen on September 10th uh, in literally we are in the fight week right now, which is one of the most, um, I know it from experience. It's one of the most stressful weeks from the from the entire uh, <laughs> camp. I would say for not for the boxers, but just for the team around the boxer and for the promoters and the managers, uh, especially because you have to navigate so much stuff with media and logistics. But like this fight will happen on uh, September tenth. What's uh, what's going to be next for uh, Social Gloves and Next Gen Boxing? For Social Gloves, I do not know yet exactly what's next for them. It really depends on how this event turns up. And it depends on um, the next steps of Landon McGroom because I know that he is he's planning to go pro after this. Um, mm-hmm. I know Blueface is preparing to become pro, 
but what he wants is to have like a couple more fights and then it also depends on Austin because Austin uh, win or lose he wants to fight KSI and if that happens um, they have to they have to talk about it so it really depends on like the future plans of these fighters so I can't say anything about like next gen I mean social gloves three mm-hmm. um, but I'm I'm pretty sure like there's gonna be another show for next gen though um, we will keep on having our shows we have no specific date yet for the next one but we have we have plans already I just can't spill out like more information about it but we'll have another event after next gen two so next gen three is gonna be sometime in the next few months mm-hmm. um and yeah that's the that's the plan thank you Miko. and uh if i'll go back to uh professional boxing i just wanted to ask uh are there any boxers right now they're up and comers or uh actual like superstars right now that you're following and you uh you'd like to give a, a highlight right now who are you watching who are you anticipating to see the most in the ring in the nearest future I'm I'm in the nearest future. I'm very excited for these two fighters coming out of San Diego, um, um, Mansoor, Johnny Mansoor and Julius Balo. They're very very good prospects that you guys have to watch out for. Um, and what weight? That, what weight? Um, not sure mm-hmm. <laughs> actually, mm-hmm. but um, um, yeah. They're Jules Baba and Dani Mansoor are very, very good fighters. And I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I want you guys to like follow them because they, they really have like the, the potential of winning the Olympic, uh, the Olympics mm-hmm. and also becoming world champions mm-hmm. for, pro fighters, for pro fighters up and coming that I like the most right now. Um, oof, who do I like the most for an up and coming fighter? Um, I like Jalen Walker. Mm-hmm. I think he is, um, he is unknown. Um, he has a lot of following, but, um, he needs Where, his spotlight soon. Where is he from? Um, he is from Los Angeles. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and I think you guys should, uh, follow him too and, uh, watch out because this kid is really, really good in my opinion. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll check him out. Um, well, uh, I think that will be a conclusion of our interview, Miko Bambanak. I just want you uh, to give you an opportunity to once again give a shout out to the event that will happen on September 10th. All right. Um, on September 10th, Social Gloves and Next Gen Boxing is going to be having an event at the Bank of California Stadium. It, the headline is the main event is Austin McBroom versus Anison Gibb. You guys should watch out for the undercards too. Because there will be pro fighters who will be fighting in the undercard. Um, Matthias Radcliffe is a good fighter. And also Jalen Walker, like what I have mentioned, he is also fighting in the undercard. So if you guys love social influencer boxing and also pro boxing, I think this event is perfect for you. It's time for you to understand why boxing is great today. Awesome. And where can you get the tickets and watch it online? The tickets, you can get it from tickmaster.com and you can watch it on socialgloves.tv, nextgenboxing.tv, or fighttv. 
Miko Mabanak, thank you so much for being my guest today. It was an honor to have you as a guest. I know we tried to make this podcast for quite some time now, and we Whoa. finally did it. I appreciate your time. <laughs> I appreciate you, Tamir, and I hope to see you in person again. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll be in LA pretty soon, so I'll hit you up. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll meet up. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> All right, Mika, take care. Thank you so much. Appreciate it.